0: What's up, everyone? This is Ethan from Sauce Kitchen Productions, and I'm excited to welcome you to the very first episode of the SauceCast. Today, the boys and I will introduce ourselves and talk about the reasons why we even wanted to start a podcast in the first place. Then, we'll discuss our top five movies and get into whether the new Space Jam was actually good or not. All this and more coming up on the first episode of the SauceCast. all right fellas how we doing
1: not how too doing bad today? not too bad
0: <laughs> the sun is shining
1: uh i've got some water <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to think of things to say that, that would sound normal and and like i go outside um don't all just right, sit yeah. around
0: noah's hydrated and it's a beautiful day. day
2: outside all right how about you Jay? there we go <laughs> um how i'm doing i'm doing all right uh, i'm alive Lit. wow
0: short and sweet all right that's incredibly low <laughs> bar point, but we're here look at that. <laughs> <laughs> sun is shining we're alive not a bad place to yeah be. all right well fellas i believe some introductions are in order all right that being because it's our it's our first our first go of things actually yeah, of well course. in all in all uh transparency this is like our fourth take of this but
1: we've had some technical difficulties yeah uh, I- yeah. I, I it off, through that Yeah um, yeah so uh, I'm Noah I'm the voice that's speaking currently uh, <laughs> uh, I studied business for around four years up at uh, Cal Poly slow. I didn't personally love it so I decided to pursue my love of writing instead. Uh, so to do that I kind of actually started off writing about baseball over at the website Pitcherless.com. I was doing some fantasy stuff, some analysis digging up a lot of weird baseball stories because I'm a huge you know, weird story, kind of junkie uh, from years past. And that's also where I got my first podcasting experience uh, on my show, Short Hops and Tall Tales, which is still going on. And uh, that's where we basically tell the narrative perspective of baseball and aspects of it that we love. So basically a baseball podcast for people who don't love baseball. That's as far as my my, you know, what is that product? placement is going in this this podcast. Um but Waited yeah five I'm...
0: minutes and Noah's already plugging other projects, <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um but I wanted to uh <laughs> I wanted to branch out a little bit, uh start writing some and I started writing some short stories, some screenplays and I found, you know, I was having a lot of fun with it. And of course knew these two guys, you know, Ethan and Javon for what forever at this point. Uh, knew Y'all wanted to make some movies and it felt like just really great timing and uh here I am recording a dumb podcast. So <laughs> I definitely I won't have the most, you know, film knowledge here in terms of just technical stuff and probably a lot of history, but you know, what you're gonna hear from me is gonna be my opinion. I'm not gonna like make stuff up. It's probably gonna be terrible and make you cringe a little bit, but uh that's where I'm at.
2: Well, uh you, you don't want your introduction, right? I can I can go in, I can jump in. All right, I got you. So my name is Javon. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I was first round draft pick uh, at Just Community College to go to a uh, film school. Uh, you know, I, I had to decline. Um, as uh, you know, I, I had better interests. I go into class, but I, I, you know, I just really um, you know, I just liked. To, I've always loved movies. I always liked being in movies, like, like you know, being an actor. Like I acted and stuff. Like that. I've done theater. I've done like musical theater, all that stuff. Um, I've always been passionate about film and talking about it and, and, you know, yelling about it to other people because, you know, it's just my personality. And then, um, you know, um, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I really have nothing much to say. But, yeah, I've, I've done film. I've done, like, a little bit of – I've been on some stuff. I did the yelling show, you know, saying I, I've, I've been a behind the camera at one point in front of the camera. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. That's about it for me. I don't really have anything else to say. There you go. Yeah, Jay, you're coming
0: at us with all angles. You know, you've been, you know, you've been an actor. You've been a director. You've been a writer.
2: I'm right. You did I theater read, stuff. I so, like you're stuff. a big
0: Lin Manuel I mean, guy, right?
2: Oh, whoa, hold up now. Slow down there, bud. I, I, I I'm not. I'm not Mr. Piñagua, P- whatever this dude is from in the Heights. Like, uh, don't ever, don't ever, <laughs> don't ever, okay. No, but, uh, no, I, you know, but I I think I've just, I just like always wanted to try everything. I guess that's just my kind of like my ADHD. Like I just have to try every single thing and that's about it.
1: Well, all righty then. All right. So why are we starting this podcast? Well, let me introduce myself
0: first partner. God. (laughs) Sorry. I I heard you talking so much
1: earlier that I I assumed you had said something (laughs) relevant. My
0: apologies. You got it. All right, we're saving the best for last here. Despite Noah wanting to rush this along, <laughs> all right. Hi guys, my name is Ethan. Um, I um, how did I get into this? All this? Well, it's a long story. Um, and it kind of starts off with YouTube back in the day because I was a big YouTube watcher, and the the reason why I liked that so much was that was because um you know it's just anyone on there could record whatever and put it on on a website for like millions to see so i thought that was pretty nifty so i just recorded some dumb videos on my old flip phone with my brother and my cousin and friends and whoever would you know would want to be in 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 videos i didn't even post them on youtube i kind of just had them stored on my phone um those will hopefully never see the light of day (laughs) they're gonna be played at your wedding good luck finding them pal this the the actually you know (laughs) i think i think my the phone that i recorded all of these on actually got stolen in middle school so a likely unless you were the one that did it and this was just a long (laughs) playing the long game here but uh yeah. Anyways, um, I took that interest to let it simmer for a little bit, and eventually, like junior year of high school, I took a film production class. The first uh, first time I ever dabbled in any of that. Um, so I learned more about instead of you know just use regular videos and stuff. I learned about how films are made and the, the all the, the pre production process, the post production process, and all all that stuff and. During that time I fell in love with the the editing part. I thought that was the most fun even though some people think that just sitting at a computer for 8 hours stitching a whole bunch of footage together isn't the most you know.
1: No, it sounds riveting the way you describe it.
0: Yeah, right? Right? It's it's intense cuz you're the one you are the one that's putting this together. <laughs> right. Just they're making fun of me, but yeah, so long story short, I that my my interest and in all that made me want to pursue a, a a career in this, and I ended up going to UCSC, where I now have a BA in Film and Digital Media with a concentration in Production. So I got a little piece of paper telling me that I'm okay at at, at watching <laughs> movies and that I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, all right, yeah. <laughs>
1: And then, of course, you know, a couple. What was it? Last year, we we all got together. We formed our uh, our uh, little company, uh, S- Sauce Kitchen Productions, and we made our first short film. So it goes. Uh, we'll link it in the uh, the description for this podcast in a little bit.
0: Noah's just uh, our promoter. He's he's the plug guy.
1: <laughs> I was a marketing major, so I. Oh yeah, no, that's right. Well, there yeah, you yeah, I, I, I did, did a lot of. Marketing. It didn't all go to waste, did it? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we'll uh, yeah, so what are what are we we doing here? Uh, what really? Why are we starting this podcast? Um, it it really came from us, you know. We would just stay up late at night, right, and have these long conversations while we're I don't know, sucking at video games or something <laughs> like that, uh, where we would go over kind of what we liked in films that we'd seen, you know, some new releases that we would just. For lack of it, we would just clown on to be honest with you, uh, but then really talking about our favorite directors, our favorite styles, and at one point we were, it was two in the morning, and we' were like, "Hey, you know like maybe we should record this and and you know because we we do it for fun, we're having fun with it, but let's uh maybe maybe other people might find it funny
0: yeah, and the realm in the realm of you know people's opinions who didn't ask for we we are now joining the fray <laughs> <laughs> with this, and uh yeah, um we just won. Wanted- to uh to make this to talk about, you know, movies we like, movies we don't like. And we also kind of wanted to use it as a vessel to kind of document our own growth. And like see episode 1 we're starting off where, you know, our production company is now a year old. We got one production under our belt, working on a second. And it's going to be kind of cool to see maybe in like 10 years when we're like, you know, when we when we're buying Disney. Or old and poor. It's, 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 it's one or
1: the other. There's not really a middle ground here.
0: <laughs> hey, when you when you guys chose this, we you chose no fallback plan, so <laughs> right. It's
1: all right. So uh so Javon, you want to talk about the format for a little bit?
2: Uh all right, cool. So it's gonna be forty fucking minutes, forty minute episodes. Um <laughs> forty minute episodes weekly. We're gonna try, God willing. Uh, if my internet is uh thankful and blessing me, yeah, forty minutes weekly episodes. We're gonna talk about things that y'all want to hear. We're gonna what, you maybe want to tell us something that you want us to talk about. We'll talk about it, dude. We'll talk about it. Just let us know, man. Just just, just you know just fuck with us for a bit. Jesus, this is this delay. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we are dealing with uh, some technical difficulties that we're trying to get ironed out. This is our fourth try. We're gonna make it happen, for better (laughs) or for worse. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I feel like the best way to get to know somebody's, you know, somebody in this kind of realm is to talk about, you know, where what are your top five movies? Maybe not in an order, but you know, five of your favorite movies to kind of show what you admire about film, you know, where where you kind of land, because uh, everyone's different. And it's always a fun conversation, although I suspect we might have some some repeats in here. Uh, so I think what what we should do is we'll go Ethan Javon, then me, and we'll just go through given our starting with number five,
0: moving to number one. How do you know we're going to have repeats? Have we done this before? Who knows? Nah, we just have the similar tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess you want me yeah, kick it off. Yeah, right. All right. So I'll start with number five. Okay, so these aren't, like, ordered. Like, don't, they're not, it's 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 hard for me to do this because I've seen so many movies and, you know, you just can't, they're so different from each other, you can't really put, like, a, a definitive number on, on them. That was stupid. Anyways, number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number one, I'm going to go, or number five, oops, the Grand Budapest Hotel, Wes Anderson. If you haven't seen it, it's very symmetrical. It's very pretty. The mise-en-scene, to use a big film word. It's been ironed into my head.
1: What does that mean? I have no idea oh, what that oh, means.
0: Okay, okay so mise-en-scene, right, hopefully I don't disappoint my professors here and all in the UCSC film school is um, pretty much like all aspects that you kind of see on camera like the set the costumes the heck the accents I, I think just like you know everything that you see that makes the movie you know, the movie say it's like a 1930s piece, you know, people are talking with like a, ah, the, you know, the North trans transatlantic accents. So what? Like and an aesthetic d- almost. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. It's just a, a fancy French term for that. I yeah. <laughs> well, Hey, Hey, they, 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 if I, if I took, if I had a, like a dollar for every time they said, mise en in my four years at UCSC, I'd be, I'd be a millionaire right now. I swear.
1: All right. So what else? Anything else about uh Grand Budapest hotel that really sticks out to you?
0: Grand Budapest. Um, yeah. Um, if I feel like it's a pretty good introduction to Wes Anderson, if you haven't, uh, seen any of his movies, cause it's just literally. It, it's, it's, it's him personified. I'd say <laughs> it's his style yeah. personified.
1: It's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those movies that when I saw it for the first time, it, it, it's just really striking in the way it's shot. Uh, and just like the color palette he uses, just how odd everything is. Yeah, it looks, it's really unique. It looks
0: like a storybook. Exactly. Exactly.
1: All right. It's crazy. All right, Javon, what's, uh, what's your number five?
2: All right. Well, don't ask me any questions because you're probably going to get it. I'm going to get a delayed response. So just don't ask me any questions about it. So I'm just going to go for it. Um, here it is. My number five shot out of the dark. It's gonna be Blazing Saddles, probably one of the greatest comedies of all time. Um, <laughs> uh, if you don't like Blazing Saddles, then what are you doing? Like, come on, bro! Like, don't don't have, don't don't lie and say you don't like Blazing Saddles, bro. You once you see it, you're like, wow, this is just straight heat. Okay, you had a writing room of some of the best comedians in the '70s, including Richard Pryor, Mel Brooks. I forgot the the rest of the guys. I think Tom Deloise at one point all in a writing room, writing a movie about a black sheriff in the West. How does that work? You know it's going to be racist. You know it's going to be out of pocket. And it's hilarious. It's a Mel Brooks movie. You know you're going to get the laughs. You're going to get the ha-has, okay? All right? It's, it's just a great movie. You got Count Bassey in it. Count Bassey and his orchestra is <laughs> in this movie. It's just he. Come on now. Watch Blazing Saddles. Do yourself a favor, man. It's 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 jokes, bro. If you ever heard that line, "Where all the white women at," bro. Literally, Blazing Saddles. It's quotable. It's great. It's heat. There you go. That's my number five. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm at the. Uh... Oh man, Blazing Saddles. That's that's wild. I'm at the complete other end of the spectrum. I feel like on mine, um, I'm going with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I can't get it, I think when this movie came out on on digital or whatever you call it, I've watched it maybe like five, six nights in a row, you know, like like eight out of ten ten days in a row, something like that um, it's just so beautiful how they take a comic book page and put it to screen, and there's I don't think there's really one frame of that movie that that looks. That doesn't look good, you know, and of course, you've got they understand Spider-Man to the point where I don't think any of the previous trilogies or, you know, or any of the previous, you know, attempts with Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland have really gotten all of him. Um, it's that, you know, they say it right in the movie, you know, anyone can wear the mask. It really just takes, you know, the courage of putting yourself out there. Right. Uh, and being brave. And I really, really just love everything about it. The soundtrack—I remember it, when that came out. That was the only thing in my my headphones. The soundtrack for... is heat. It's so good. It's so good. So, and I'm just super, super excited for. Uh... And they got they got Nick Cage in there. They got John Mulaney. Like like the cast is is just oh amazing. yeah Nick
0: Cage Nick Cage's Spider Man I think was my favorite one out of out of the yeah. the multiple Spider Man. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, so beings. I I don't know I don't know if that's that's a very traditional you know number f- you know five movie of all time. I by the way will be ranking them because I I don't know I just feel like it's more fun to to show some commitment to it, even though it's really hard to to compare. What are you saying, bub? Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying you're you're copping out. Uh, so that's uh, that's my number five though, Ethan. Back to you. What's your number four?
0: All right, number four. Noah Noah did a a really a fairly recent one, so I'm gonna take it take it back um high noon it's a 1950s western um and it's quite quite different from a lot of the westerns that you that was made during that time like during then it was like you know the the sergio leone and these grand grand uh once upon a time in the west um you know, bunch of grand landscapes, just a bunch of shooting killing and stuff like that. And High Noon, High Noon has that, but it's ultimately a story about this guy who has to make a choice whether he wants to do his duty. He's the sheriff of a local town. He's got to protect his local town or leave this town, cause uh oh yeah, he's he's defending against like uh, a couple prisoners who said they were going to come back and just kill everyone. And uh classic. Yeah. <laughs> or he could uh leave with his wife and he chooses to protect the town and you know the the bloodshed ensues. So there is there are parts of the, of of you know westerns the like the stereotypical aspects of it in there, but it's also a little different. You actually that- care about the characters kind of, so <laughs>
1: That's an incredibly film major e take. Um, I, I I appreciate that, and I love westerns, so I uh, I definitely I'll throw that on my list of of movies that I that I gotta watch because uh, yeah,
0: yeah, black all and right. white. FYI.
1: Oh, well, all righty then, Javon, yeah. what's uh, what's number four on your
2: list? Uh, oh, okay. I could talk. Okay, cool. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to choose. Um... <laughs> Halloween, a uh, night. Uh, uh, I forget what year it came out, but it was with John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite one of my favorite horror movies. I'm going to put some horror movies in this one because it's not my favorite genre. But 70s, I think. Yeah, seven. Yeah, it's in the 70s. I just got to figure out what year specifically. But, Uh, Halloween. John, Car- John Carpenter, probably one of the best ones because. It ain't all this supernatural stuff. It ain't The Exorcist, even though that is a good one, too. It ain't The Exorcist. It's just really about a dude who's out here murdering fools. But we don't even know who this guy is. Is he like the boogeyman? Is he just some random killer? Is he a serial killer? Not really. We don't know. And that's what makes it so good. And the soundtrack was all composed by the director. They did this on a shoestring budget in Pasadena. It's fire. Do yourself a favor. Watch it. Analyze it. It's good. That's all you need to know. And there you go. Shoot it back to you guys. Go for it, Noah.
1: I really wasn't expecting a, hor- a horror movie in the uh, in the top five, but I loved how you how you how you described that. I haven't seen Halloween in uh, quite a few years, but maybe maybe right now in July it, it'll be light enough outside. I'll just watch it at <laughs> noon. Um...
0: <laughs> it's not
1: that scary. <laughs> it's
2: not. It's not. That's why it's good. I don't fuck with horror movies. Everyone knows I don't know horror movies at all. Okay, and the fact that I even in a horror movie right
0: now is like you mentioned The Exorcist, and that's 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 terrifying, oh, scary. Can't do it. That's a horror. Can't do the movie. Exorcist. I don't. I don't Not even I don't close without that one.
2: That's why I'm like <laughs> the Exorcist is how I feel about like movies like uh, what was that movie Hereditary. It just feels cursed. It feels like I shouldn't watch it. I just feel like I feel uneasy.
1: Ah. Uh. Like meta horror at that point. There you go. Yeah.
2: Continue on. Uh,
1: so we'll go into my my number four, and I swear these people are gonna think I'm so basic because I'm going with well, uh, another superhero movie. They're not far. Off. Number four. It's uh, a <laughs> sorry, just I, I <laughs> sorry, I'm not, I'm not uh putting Operation Dynamite on my <laughs> on my list here. Um, but I'm going with The Dark Knight. I I just feel like that is prob that's just a peak Batman. I love about Christopher Nolan movies is he doesn't ever waste. I feel like he never wastes a frame, right? Like he's, he doesn't waste a scene, you know, and he lays all of these little subplots in there, uh, like seeds in the first act of the movie. You've got the, the crooked cops, uh, you know, you're, you're foreshadowing the fall of Harvey Dent. And I just absolutely love how that, that all comes to pass later on in the film. And obviously Heath Ledger just gives one of the most iconic, joker performances of all time and he really he he does end up winning here in in making a point out of harvey dent and so i i just think that christopher nolan just absolutely knocks this movie out of the park from the way it's shot you know and how batman really he's the sacrificial lamb at the end um so that's yeah I, i gotta go with the dark knight and of course you have that iconic opening scene uh, that bank robbery, which you you gotta talk about. It's it's weird because I remember when this movie came out and I was terrified of Heath Ledger as the Joker because I was much younger then, and that scene with him in the pencil, uh, you know, when he first rolls up on the gangsters, like I couldn't watch. Like I was terrified. Uh and now I like sometimes fall asleep to this movie just because it's so you know, I'm I'm so comfortable watching it.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Noah, let me ask you a question and be honest here. In that scene, when um he's dressed, when the Joker is dressed up like a nurse, were you also shell shocked to when it was re- revealed it was him, as as Harvey Dent was <laughs> because he just had no clue despite the the entire face of of makeup, and the eye black and everything. <laughs> when she took
1: off her mask and he's just absolutely floored. Oh my
2: god! Because <laughs> everyone dresses like that. Oh. nobody
1: said he was the smartest da yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: but yeah no right. dude, don't don't be i i'm don't don't, don't 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 be sad about or don't don't regret putting the dark knight on here that was that's oh it. That's i don't a solid, i don't that's a solid top choice and i was debating whether or not and, to put it's in my top 10 i think for sure but
1: yeah I love that, and and this is our this is our favorite our personal favorite movies. So there's yeah, really no yeah. There's a difference here. between personal. Um, favorite there's a couple movies. wrong answers, I guess. There's a there's yeah. a difference between personal
0: favorite movies and you know the greatest movies you've ever seen. And I I
1: have no shame about how basic my movie takes are, and that's okay. You know I I, <laughs> I this is this is what I'm into. All right, so number that's three, attitude. Ethan, what, right. what do you got?
0: All righty now we're I think we're getting into uh some of the overlappage but uh I'm gonna go number three Indiana Jones and the last crusade
1: Oh, I know that's a big Javon movie, so we'll give him some time to talk about this as well what do you like about right it? Movie.
0: Ethan? oh man um I mean I'm just a big Indiana Jones guy overall you know except i i don't I don't acknowledge the fourth one there's it's a trilogy. <laughs> In my eyes, I think I'm right. making another one. <laughs> what do you? Whatever.
1: What do you love about The Last Crusade?
0: Yeah. Uh, what I like about it is just it's so. You know the the message behind it is very. I guess you know it's it's a good message. It's it, true. I guess you can say. Um, but it's also just like I don't know if wacky is the right word, zany. I don't know. But you know, you're you're kind of <laughs> contrasting it to To Temple of Doom and Temple of Doom was super dark and it had like child slavery and creepy. stuff on, in it. And you know the the third one, it, I, I just the the dynamic between Indiana Jones and his dad is just a, <laughs> it's 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 must see. Gotta watch it.
1: Yeah, Javon, what do you love about about the Last Crusade? Because I know that's that's one of your top movies as well.
2: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade one of the best movies because simply it just is a return to form from the like for for the movies like like it went from Raiders of the Lost Ark you know Nazis lit I mean Nazis aren't lit but like the whole Nazi plot cool great
1: flag on the play yeah
2: Nazis aren't lit guys just want to let you know but yeah um, like they have the whole uh, like what's it called like you know just like all that, you know, it has, like, the Ark of the Covenant, all that cool stuff. Great. Then it goes to child slavery we were just talking about, right? And, like, you know, um, you know him saving, like, the village in uh, Temple of Doom, right? A very darker, like, a darker film. And then, yeah, you get into, like, Last Crusade, and it's just like a breath of fresh air, you know? It's not, it's not about him and him falling in love with some girl. It, it kind of breaks the formula a little bit. It's like, you know what? Let's add this whole father and son dynamic. And, you know, have this father be obsessed about finding this holy grail. Be obsessed about all this stuff. And, and you know, deep down, you know, Indy just kind of wants the love of his own dad. Like, he just wants that. You know, he yearns for it throughout the entire movie. And then at the very end, you know, like I said, like, it makes me cry all the time. I always tell everybody this is when, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Last Crusade, you're, what are you doing? Turn this off go do yourself a favor and watch some culture for a bit and come back. Spoiler alert. So at the very end, right, you know, they get the they get the cup of Christ, right? And my boy Indy is about to go for it, right? It's, the whole temple is crumbling down. He's about to go for it. Dad's trying to hold on to Indy. Indy's holding on to dad. He's like, dad, I almost got it, bro. I got, I, I'm going to get what you've been wanting your entire life. What you have forsaken our father and son relationship to have. And he says, Indy, let it go. Let it go, man. It's fine. And that right there just breaks me every time because it's just like, you know what? After all they went through, you could tell that he still like, even though he loves this grail probably more than his own son, he would trade this grail off so fast. His son's life, his son continuing to live his life over a material object was way more important. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. And very, very good. And, again, do yourself a favor. Watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. If that's right. the only Indiana Jones movie you see. Watch it. It's great. It's fire. The other ones, I don't know about the other ones. I don't know about four or, or the fifth one, the retirement home one. I don't know about that one. I know about number three. And number three is fire. Yeah. <laughs> that one's going to be That one's heat. Watch <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot they were coming out with a new Indiana Jones movie
2: they're oh filming it right now <laughs> it. like no, yeah. we don't discuss four or five
0: yeah. we only discuss three all right yeah so so jay mentioned that this this movie is about um their search for the holy grail um just a little trivia for our fans here or for the people listening Ooh, we have fans <laughs> right, well yeah trivia for the people um you know listening. Um, the original one or one of the original screenplays involved Indiana Jones, not going for the Holy Grail, but for some magical peaches, (laughs) which would have been kind of interesting. (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, uh, they're like the Chinese folklore equivalent of the fountain of youth. So I think, you know, don't get me wrong. I love, I love this movie, but you know, if, if we had Indiana Jones looking for some peaches, Peaches,
2: that'd be kind of sick. Low key, I think. I think we need. It. Oh, Wouldn't man. you agree? Is,
0: <laughs> we need an like alternate. That. That's
2: that is some fun trivia. We we need an alternate like edition. Indiana Jones in the Search of Peaches. What if the fifth movie is literally him about finding some tapioca like pudding or something like that? Like it's like like God's tapioca pudding, and that's like the fifth the plot of the fifth one. I would watch that.
0: <laughs> that sounds like the fifth one in the retirement home.
2: <laughs> I'm for it. I think if, if that's what we're going for, I I I'm gonna sit and watch that. That sounds neat. The walker of destiny. Harrison Ford's probably gonna listen to this podcast and be like, All Dude, right.
1: I would honestly, I would pay Harrison Ford. What I would what the hell are these people? I would pay talking Harrison about? Ford to drive up to my house. I'd open my door and then he could just punch me straight in the
0: mouth. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> all right. Anyway, my number three movie is. Let the record show that Noah did not react at all to my Harrison
1: Ford impression. <laughs> I liked your, I, I liked your impression. Anyway, my number three movie.
0: And he s- continues to not react. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? It was good. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys can hear me, right?
1: Yeah. all right so my uh my number three movie after after your little rick dalton bout of insecurity was uh uh it's actually it's it's the and here i am i feel like i'm i'm being basic again but it's it's the departed uh or should i say you know the departed i just absolutely love this movie for a few reasons it's another movie where it just everything Everything really just builds up to that that crazy twist that they throw in in, in the, the third act there, and I it's one of those movies where you remember exactly where you were when you watched it for the first time. Uh, for me personally, I was a teenager. I think it was in a rec room at our YMCA. Uh, Ethan, it was it was one of those. Why, uh, why were those you at the Y
0: watching the Departed? No, it, it
1: was a it was a it was a lock in. Oh,
0: uh, okay.
1: okay. It, it was it was freshman year, I think, before before you showed up. But anyway. Uh, we had a, uh, you know, it was a, a group of, like, 15 of us, right?
2: That departed on a on Yeah, a at, at
1: the YMCA. Super weird in retrospect now that I'm telling the story. <laughs> There's, like, 16 of us <laughs> in this room, and we're, we watched, you know, watching the whole movie, and, we're, you know, it was so tense at that point, right? Because everything was coming unraveled for Matt and Damon, uh, and... You know, Leo looked like like he had him and just the twist happens and we just were floored like people were like the room, literally like people were like yelling and screaming like it was it was incredible, just the kind of energy. Uh, And that was one of those the first times that I can remember that a movie has made me feel that that way and, and has had that effect on a on an audience in front of me, that kind of like physical effect. And I thought that was really cool that just something on screen could 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 do that to people. Um, and it's, it's just, <laughs> I hate calling these movies, comfort movies or like feel good movies, but I'm so comfortable with them that I will throw this on, you know, in the background, you know, while I'm watching. Uh, but of course you've got just a great performance by Mark Wahlberg in there. I love Martin Sheen, uh, his police captain role. Uh, it's, it's just an all around, just, just a great movie. Um, and I, yeah, it's, it's, it's really violent, but you know it's it's peak scorsese i think or maybe not pete you know if you want to call you know is there anyway it's that's a debate. yeah that we can we can, we can do later that later so
0: because i got i got some yeah i was gonna as that. soon as i said it, i was like ah eh, maybe not but uh <laughs> i was like it's like the departed the departed the <laughs> maybe like, not <laughs> yeah, i don't remember where i was when i saw the departed i don't even think it's my favorite scorsese movie T D H, yeah. but i will and, and we'll yeah, yeah for, exactly for, this is just,
1: just one of my time. favorite movies i'm not saying it's it's his best by any means but uh anyway I just really really appreciate it uh,
0: <laughs> you know, also also did you did you say you called it a comfort movie yeah I was let's gloss over that um, <laughs> I feel like I've given I've given all you know, of the shooting you know all the I feel like I've given
1: two very like concerning white boy answers back to back with the dark Knight and the departed um <laughs> oh. with, with with Joker and then you've just got these Boston guys shooting at each other. Anyway, we're gonna go, <laughs> Ethan. This is what's wrong with
0: America, people.
1: <laughs> Society, uh, Ethan. What's your What's your another number two
0: film? Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> number two. I'm gonna go with an actual, I think, feel good movie, and, <laughs> and just <laughs> in just in my eyes, and I feel like just you know everyone who's seen it, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's freaking hilarious, dude. Robin Williams, just just a master right. no one like him no one today like him i'm gonna die by that by that you know who 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 can we compare him to bill burr nice too edgy john mulaney he's just kind of weird um maybe a,
1: a, a sasquatch just in terms of like hair volume
0: oh yeah man's man's got a rug on his chest but he can he can make you laugh he can it's make you great. laugh, and the the funny, yeah, no. The funny thing is that I, uh, my, my family loves that movie, and we always, um, you know, back when I didn't do things on Friday night, which I still don't really do, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we used to watch, you know, just get together, watch, watch a movie, and you know, we had Mrs. Doubtfire on DVD, so I saw this probably for the first time when I was like seven or eight, and it was still funny to me, but you know, most of the jokes flew over my head. Uh, but I I rewatched it recently, and that movie is so much more like raunchy, yeah, than I remember. <laughs> very risque. Yeah, yeah, still great though, still great. Right,
1: yeah. I uh, I had not seen this uh, until very recently when one night, you know, I of course texted you two guys and was like, "Hey, I need a movie to watch." And Ethan told me, he's like, watch Mrs. Doubtfire. And I it's like, okay, you know, I had just never I've seen a lot of other Robin Williams movies and loved them. I don't know why I hadn't watched, you know, obviously one of his most famous ones. But, yeah, I was really I was really taken aback at just how over the top and how risque it it, it was. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and I, it was a great recommendation. Uh, <laughs> but I I had kind of, you know, because this movie's existed in my peripheral for a while at this point um so i it kind of assumed it was more geared towards children and i was just so <laughs> caught off guard uh <laughs> by by just how how out there it got uh so yeah i i very much uh enjoyed my my watch of mrs Doubtfire.
0: yeah i don't know since it was made in the 90s you know how like older movies right um like you know some even some of the raunchier ones are considered pg since pg 13 that rating wasn't. Yeah, a lot more uh, lot didn't more... exist, right? Yeah, I, I, I just I don't know what I don't know off the top of my head what its rating was, but it, I, it's got an F word, an F bomb in there. I'd say it could right. be if it was released like now, would it be rated R? Maybe PG thirteen.
1: I don't yeah. know. All right, Javon, what's uh, what's your number two film?
2: Oh, my number two film. Interesting. Well, I'll go ahead and let you know what that is before I lag out. Um, so this, <laughs> my number two film that I, I personally really enjoy. Um, you know, I was going to say The Mummy, but I take it back. Um, it's going to be The Mummy Returns, though, because I think Mummy Returns Ooh. is probably one of the funniest things. Like, it's it, I can watch that movie every single time and chuckle. I was going to go over here. You know what? To be honest, I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to put some Kurosawa in here, but I've never personally seen a Kurosawa film. And I need to get on that because after watching a couple clips, Kurosawa is next up. Yeah, I've really? never seen a Kurosawa movie ever in my life. So I'm about to, I'm checking it out. Um, wow. But um, I am going to watch, uh, but let me tell you, Omni Returns, bro. He's next, he's next up. up. He's next up. I mean, he's dead. Dude
0: was, dude was making movies in the 40s and he's next up. Next up. up. Like,
2: he, I don't cap. You're sleeping on, it. You're, sleeping on you- You're sleeping on yourself. You're sleeping on Jesus. Cl- Sergeant Clifford Booth was, was on oh to God. something. What he's <laughs> A man who's done so much military service. <laughs> like, you know what? My favorite director is Kurosawa. Like, how does that even... Well, good to get to that. That's a horse of another color, another story. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, Mummy Returns, dude. is one of my favorite film movies, bro. I could watch that movie any day, bro. It's just, it's cursed. Like, it's my whole life is cursed. And I felt that. So, like, that guy alone made me feel... Really, really good. So, yeah, definitely, if you haven't seen The Mummy Returns, check it out. It's it's jokes. Like, <laughs> not the best body of work, but it is definitely very good. And you know what? I think Brendan Fraser deserves more roles. I think he's still a great actor. I don't care. He's good in Doom Patrol. Give him some more stuff, man. Give Brendan Fraser some more stuff. Please. Jesus. Right? That's it. That's all you got from me. Go ahead. Go ahead and <laughs>
1: I I wasn't expecting uh, Mummy Returns, but I I
0: love that. I feel like I feel like it's kind of like the the Mummy's version of the Last Crusade. Yes, it's like, it's like a fun adventure film that that makes you laugh
2: quite a, <laughs> yes. quite a decent amount. I I could I could agree with that. Like, I could die on that hill and say yeah, it's 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 Universal's attempt to do a Last Crusades movie, but it's nowhere near as good as the Last Crusade, but it's not terrible. <laughs> Like, it's just very good. Like, it's just a solid movie. Just solid. You know, and I can just watch it every day and quote it <laughs> and just like, you know, just randomly go to other people who've seen the movie and be like, hey, yo, this place is cursed. Like, and they'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so that's a good take. Good take.
1: All right. Are we are we back to me again? I think with my number two movie. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, so I'm sure. actually going to double up on Chris Nolan, Christopher Nolan movies uh, here, and I'm going to go with the Prestige for my number two. Now I know you guys aren't aren't really ranking yours here, but I think I, you know, I've committed at this point. I love the Prestige. It is such a a trippy movie. One, I'm a sucker for magic, um, <laughs> and to really just just it, it's kind of it's it's really film magic that Chris Nolan creates here. that was a sexy kind of a segue there um and (laughs) it's it's really just because he's got so he sets up the the structure of a magic trick in the beginning right and then you realize how you know at the end how he's just hitting you over and over again with the secret uh which as he very pointedly says throughout the movie um you know it's it's very simple but you you want to be fooled right and so to just kind of have him do it in a meta sense with throughout the plot of the film is really cool and then the way they structure the movie is similar to that of a magic trick as well and so i just think it's a really really clean bit of storytelling that really you know caters to your imagination and your willingness to you know you're coming to the movies you want to be amazed right you want you want that experience uh which which is creating movie magic and i really think that the prestige along with just excellent performances by both Wolverine and Batman um, <laughs> showing really two men who are, you know, driven uh, just obsessively uh, to to their limits to the point of no return, um, but just kind of on on independent yet parallel paths, I think is just really cool. And then, of course, you can't forget about uh, the, the great cameo by uh, by David Bowie as Nikola Tesla. So I, I just really think that it's it's just a 10 out of 10 film for me. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the prestige. I don't I don't know if y'all have any any big feelings about it since we're kind of we're kind of all over the place through with our our picks here.
0: Magic, the magic movies are magic movies are pretty sick in general. I yeah, think. especially that one's that one's more well done than like Now You See Me. But Now You See Me was oh, also pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> um, yeah, very different. Nah, cool.
2: <laughs> Jay, you got our... anything on oh, the prestige? Yeah. Um. I've seen it a couple times. Um, I thought it was dope, actually. Uh, like I, I like the whole twist and everything. Like I thought the twist in the movie was like very good. And then you had like Nikola Ex- Tesla, and I'm like, I love the whole like period piece of it. And you know, Chris, no, you know, Nolan, my facts, bro. I, I'm I'm a Chris Nolan fan, pretty much. Uh, I stand Christopher Nolan. Like literally, he literally can't do no wrong. Unless you talk about Tenant. And then on the other hand, I did fall asleep the first time I watched it. But when I've seen it again, I'm like, you know what? I can buy with this movie. It's not too bad. Uh, like I can I can get behind it. Like I'm, I'm, I would say I'm a Chris Nolan apologist. I wouldn't say Stan. I, I'm an apologist. Like Chris Nolan can do no wrong. Like he can make a movie about like, the Civil War and probably make me entertained about it. Like he can talk about like the the, uh, the you know <laughs> you know he's just a good guy. Like <laughs> Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan. Fire.
0: Yeah. No sitting down on set though. Yeah. <laughs> what, no, that that's Joss Whedon, isn't it? No, it's uh, well, maybe we don't talk about that guy. Maybe, but I know, yeah, I know Chris Nolan does that too. Yeah, he'd be appalled right that's now kind of if we. He... <laughs>
1: Should we be standing up recording our podcast? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. No, but what I, what I think is interesting is I've just listed two Christopher Nolan movies in my top five, and I don't know if he's my favorite director necessarily. Uh, But anyway, that's that's another conversation. Ethan, what's uh, what's your top movie? What's or what's what's your 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 unranked unranked top movie? That's not really
0: my top movie because I'm not ranking these, but I'm kind of ranking these. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My last movie that I'm going to talk about, I'll put it like that, (laughs) is is Chef. Ah, and that might be of people might be out there going like what? Chef dog. What? film major it's not citizen Kane. Well, what are you talking what about is chef? brother what is chef only the greatest work of art i, I think it's like the pinnacle of human achievement i'd say <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> might have a just game. kidding well only kind of just kidding um all right so <laughs> it for me it's 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 that movie that you know everyone's got their uh, a film that they can just you know put on in the background of whatever they do they just vibe to. You know, say you're, you're brushing your teeth, you're doing your laundry, you're just bored and sitting about. Chef is that movie for me. I mean, it's just, it's so good. Like, the story's great. The food looks great. Um, another thing about me is that I, I I like to cook. I think I'm decent at it as well. And it kind of marries these two, like, things I'm interested in, in one in one movie. In like an hour and a half, it's not that long, too.
1: And he really cooks too. Yeah, like John yeah. John Favreau, Favreau really knows his
0: stuff, man. Yeah, like does. between that and I think he's got a show on Netflix as well. Like, right. yeah, the dude, he he's 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 a renaissance man, I'd say.
1: Yeah, Chef really just feels like such a love letter to the culinary industry, and it's it's so cool because he, you know, I it, you get to really see the side of John Favreau that you really ha- that I really haven't seen in his other the other stuff he's done and it's it's really just you you nailed it on the you know around the head it's such a feel good movie um it was a movie that i had known nothing about going into it i just stumbled upon it on netflix one day uh and i i was just floored by how good it was and then i immediately went and told you know five of my friends is like you've got to watch this it's it was kind of like uh and i don't know if it's probably not a good comparison at all but that was kind of like my my viewing experience for ted lasso i was really knowing nothing about it but just coming away just kind of floored at how how positive it was and how heartwarming it was and and big shout out to uh to uh to to the chef's friend there uh who totally (laughs) carried the weight of the movie uh in the sense that he you know without him just totally giving up his career to just run around in a in a in a food truck right? like <laughs> <laughs> super clutch friend like that guy that guy is in the friends hall of F- the movie friends hall of fame i think
0: and yeah no which one of you boys if i ever started a food truck which one of you boys flying out and, and helping me i would do it i would oh, do it. that sounds fun <laughs> i didn't well, expect yeah.
1: that but thank you <laughs> we do like we could do what What food truck would we do like i think hey, look, we could do like some some surf tacos I mean... like some shrimp tacos
0: Ooh, that's a good question I feel
1: like if you had a, That's a if, good if, question, Ethan. If you had a food truck, it would exclusively be. It'd just be like an old fashioned food truck. You get an old fashioned, or you can get an, a whiskey sour. <laughs> it's, it's, a I'm just a mobile alcoholic. bar. <laughs> 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 like
0: that
1: episode from uh, Always Sunny in
0: Philadelphia. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. If I had a food truck. I don't. I feel like I'd have to do something like California themed. Since we're in California, maybe like like an In and Out style burger. You know that people tend to associate that with California. That'd be pretty sick.
1: Or tacos, Bob's, Bob's Burgers, but with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you do you do pretty solid carne asada. Um. All right, Javon, you. what's your 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 top movie? That's what's the peak for you? That's also not ranked at all, but like kind of.
2: All right. Before I mention that, I just want to go ahead and say I've never seen Jeff. I've had two seconds I like I was almost about to play it and I ended up getting distracted and watching something else. Oh, you gotta but get on I'll it. I'll take your word for it. I'm gonna watch it one of these days.
0: Jay, just 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 don't just don't watch it
2: when you're hungry. Okay. So make sure I eat first. True.
1: Oh my gosh. It will make you so hungry. Got you.
2: i i I do plan on checking it out though, because I've heard great yeah.
1: things about it. So. Yeah, or while you're on. eating, I think is the best. Yeah, while you're eating. Eat eat with the characters.
2: Yeah. Get some, yeah. Alright, my top movie that I go to, bro, I'm gonna be honest. This one fluctuates cause I was gonna mention all right. So I kinda have I am I'm gonna just I'm gonna mention two because one is an honorable mention and then one is like, you know, I'm just gonna put it on the list. I'm gonna mention Jurassic Park because I you know, you can't say, Oh, well Jay, like you you work at Jurassic World, bro, like how is it that your favorite movie is Jurassic Park? I'm like, Well, first of all, dog, get out of my life. All right, I can do whatever I want. This is America. I like whatever movie, and if I want to watch like a movie about God playing, a man playing God, I'm gonna like that movie. And Jurassic Park is a pretty solid film. It is a great movie. You should also read the book too. There's a there's a nice book. You wanna check it out? And you be like, well, Javon, you work at Jurassic World, bro. Why don't? Why is your favorite movie Jurassic World? Because Jurassic World sucks. I'm sorry, hot take. It sucks. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. okay it just wants to be Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is a movie that a lot of blockbusters want to be. There it's just like it's that that it has that wonderful um what's it called uh what's that Steven Spielberg like his like sense of like epic wonder like storytelling and it's just the epitome of his career really just like all this like just this massive you know this creative uh, okay JK all right uh <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just it's just a pretty, um, pretty good film, pretty solid. But I think what I'm gonna put on the list for sure though is Back to the Future. Oh. Back to the Future is my my, my all time. Too I love that movie. I rode the ride when I was younger. Um, it's just a uh, solid film. Robert Zemeckis, what a wonderful director. You got you got executive producer uh, Steven Spielberg. You got Steven Spielberg directing. Bob Gale writing. I mean, you got Marty McFly. You got Michael J. Fox at his prime. You got Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown. Bro, that whole trilogy is heat. Do yourself a favor. And if you haven't seen Back to the Future again for the last time, what are you doing? Turn this off and watch Back to the Future. It's great. Everything about it is great. The whole story, it's a simple story. Fun fact, since we were doing trivia earlier, did you know that originally it was going to be a refrigerator? It was gonna be the time machine. It was gonna be a what? A refrigerator. That was gonna be the time machine. Yeah. That's why in Indiana Jones, uh, you know the one we don't talk about, they use the refrigerator to go That's funny. But yeah, back to the future, number one. Oh, there you go.
0: Well that was that was a really I had a really fun time watching that with you and uh, our other buddy Jay over over Skype that one time, which was the first time that I saw it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Watch your movie? Back to the
2: Future. Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! Okay, I remember. I was like, wait a minute. I had like a, I had a brain fart. I remember. Yes, I remember that. Good time.
1: That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I had a
2: brain fart. My bad, bro. All I'm, right. tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping these days.
1: Alright, so you picked... You had a couple of classics there. Um, I think it's it's my turn to finish this out. I'm gonna go yeah. with... As- Take us home. As the uh, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, just absolutely you know. just love Star Wars for better or for worse. Lately on screen, you know, been a little for worse, uh, but I got to go with Empire Strikes Back here. I mean, it's just it, to me, it's it's perfect. Every time I watch it, I feel like I'm like, you know, like eight, nine, ten years old again. Right. Um, and that's that's really what I love about going to going to the theater for is that escapism. And just the they've got such a colorful cast of characters from you've got the scene with the bounty hunters uh, Darth Vader is just absolutely just just chilling uh he's just so cold in these movies uh and and really you've just got and and the bad guys win and i i'm just one of those i just love an unhappy ending i guess uh (laughs) i love ambiguity i just love it when the heroes when you know sometimes stuff doesn't always work out and we didn't know if han solo was gonna or at least back in when this released they didn't know if han solo was gonna survive and make it to the last movie because remember harrison ford was talking about leaving star wars at that point uh flash forward to today he's still trying to leave star wars <laughs> um, and i just i i just absolutely i i can't get enough of this film you've got that huge battle scene on hoth in the beginning with the the atats uh and and that's just so iconic you've got han solo ripping open a tauntaun and and, and stuffing his friend inside. <laughs> like it's just so weird and so Star Wars. And I just from the opening crawl to the end credits, it's just a ten out of ten film for me.
2: Okay, we're gonna move on <laughs> now. Um <laughs>
1: uh, and what do you think guys? So we can we can we're we're about in an hour right now. <laughs> Okay, yeah, y- y'all are so funny. Okay, so uh, we, we've all watched Space Jam, too, at this point. A New Legacy. How are what are our what are our first? Ethan doesn't look thrilled right now. You can't see this because it's a podcast, but in the video, does not look entirely thrilled about Space Jam Two. I'm gonna let you. My
0: take, my take might surprise you guys. Okay, so what are our just? So just hold on, real
1: quick. Let's go around. What were your first impressions of of Space Jam Two? Uh, uh, all
2: right. Um, what happened to the old legacy? Like, how are you gonna go ahead and be like new legacy? What happened to the old one? Like, is my man dead, or is he? We don't even acknowledge the the other films
1: that is interesting i mean yeah that's that's stupid but also interesting that they don't really acknowledge michael jordan yeah. at all like they kind of talk about well, they talk a little bit about like we've done this before but yeah
2: it's just like how you going to call a movie a new legacy and and you just like totally disregard it like space jam is in the movie like the original like the original movie is referenced in this movie as a movie and then the title is called a new legacy. <laughs> All
1: right, but what were what were your actual first impressions of Space
2: Jam Two? Um, I thought it was exactly what I expected. It was not Looney Tunes back in action, which is one of the best like live action um, Looney Tunes crossovers. It wasn't like the best thing.
0: Okay, that that I have not. You seen. need to watch that. Maybe that'll be that right. is
2: hilarious. It's an acid trip, bro. I swear, watch it. It's so good. But uh, yeah, I. I, I actually I thought it was fine. Like I thought it was fine for what it was. It wasn't terrible.
1: Alright, not terrible. <laughs> not exactly a rave review, Ethan. What did, no. what would you have? I,
0: I I agree with Javon. Um you gotta you gotta anticipate the movie you're gonna watch before you watch it, right? Like see I see all these critics reviews, like overwhelmingly negative critics reviews. Right. And I just, I don't understand them to be quite honest. Like, okay. Yeah, no, the movie wasn't that great. Like, I'm not going to give it like an outstandingly positive review, but they're like, you know, they're coming in expecting like the second coming of citizen Kane or something like, dude, it's a kid's movie. Right. And <laughs> like, uh, <it's> not <laughs> like, I don't understand why they're so negative about it. It's when it's, 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 it's promoted for like, you know, six seven year olds kids playing basketball not these these dudes in yep. in, in in noah's <laughs> blue light glasses reviewing movies for 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 usa today or something like
1: <laughs> i mean and, uh, and you gotta you gotta realize like the uh, first space jam was not it was not Citizen Kane. <laughs> like,
0: no, like, no, they're acting. They're also acting like the first Space Jam was. Was they struck gold with like, that one? Like, <laughs> in some ways, yes. Like the, the the nostalgia factor. Sure. Okay. Fine. But when you look at it, it wasn't that great of a movie yeah. either. But you, you know, it's 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 two athletes acting. Like, sure, they both do like like a decent job, I guess. But again, they're not actors. Like,
1: I mean, it's it's really. Just, just th- okay. Like, I feel like these kinds of movies should be reviewed. Like, if I was like eight, would I like Space Jam 2? Probably. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, 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 I somewhat enjoyed it. You know, watching it now, you know, and I think that, like, just for LeBron James's. Is- I guess mannerisms in this film which are equal parts creepy and hilarious like I think it's <laughs> like like the whole time I was expecting him to come out and offer me a Sprite cranberry yeah. <laughs> like but like I enjoyed it for what it was it was stupid it was fun they totally made a way too many references to their other IPs but that's yeah. exactly what this movie is for they do that in Looney Tunes back in no, action too it's like true I think though. Jeff Gordon's in that movie It's like super <laughs> random um, <laughs> wait, I will say wait quick, I, question, I,
0: quick I, question guys before okay. we get e- even more into this on a scale of like Skip Bayless to Braun Sexual where would you guys rate yourselves is LaBrick on that
2: scale is, is LaBrick <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we okay so are we, are we assessing bias towards our our favorite between michael jordan and and uh lebron
0: maybe that's fine maybe let's touch on it real quick real quick I mean we might as All well right. I feel like this is coming like that's yeah, you know.
2: that's a good question um uh, who wants to go first like I'll, <laughs> I'll i'll let someone go first i don't watch Excuse a lot of y'all.
0: basketball so no why don't you go i feel mm-hmm. like you watch the most basketball out of all yeah. of us you got a girlfriend who also knows her basketball so <laughs> why don't you i feel like you're the most seasoned wow
1: y'all are making me out to be like like doris burke yeah over you go here. first like, <laughs> and i
0: won't even we won't even talk because this is you know this is a I'll hot topic
1: i honestly if i yeah. had to choose like it'd be Alex Caruso and then everybody else. But I think, uh, no, you gotta go with LeBron. Like LeBron is 37 years old, right. Or, or something in that neighborhood. And he's just dominating, you know, year 18, the hashtag, the, the kid from Akron, hashtag James gang, you know, like he, <laughs> if we're just talking social media engagement alone,
0: <laughs> like, smiling through it. all. Yeah, no, I, uh,
1: like, if, if you got to give, it's just who I grew up with I was was watching LeBron James just absolutely dominate entire teams by himself. Like, you know, eight straight NBA finals. Yeah, he didn't win all of them, but, you know, it's the friends you make along the way, yep. right? <laughs>
0: So would you say you're you're more leaning towards the side of a bronze sexual? <laughs>
1: oh 100%. percent <laughs> i and whatever dude, I, I can I do hate, to get I you this NBA saying Twitter, that word.
0: but that oh, uh, that bad. term is hilarious <laughs> to me.
1: I would I would pick LeBron over Michael Jordan 9 times out of 10. All right. And, but, but I don't. I'm not a huge basketball guy. Y'all made me out to be like. Okay,
0: all right. So take take with the grain. Of salt. Yeah. yeah, take all of our opinions with a grain exactly. of salt,
2: especially me. There's a reason oh. this isn't
1: a pa- a basketball podcast.
0: Yeah, there we go. All
2: right, Wait, this Javon. A basketball
1: Javon, you're up. I bought you enough time.
2: Um. Okay. So he picked LeBron. I mean, look, man. We're talking about just pure athleticism alone, right? Like our just that's what we're talking yeah, about. Because sure. okay, Talk, making Let's not forget. LeBron, I mean, not, like, not LeBron, but uh, Michael Jordan dropped, I don't know how many points, it was like 40 points or something like that, when he was having, when he was battling the flu. My man did this on a flu season. I can't do anything on a flu. Come on, Skip. That's very true. Come on, Skip. Like, that man was super human. All right, now don't get me wrong. LeBron, he plays for my team, the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? That, you, you already know, I got to support you know, Bron, Bron, all right, LeBrick. You know what I'm saying, le, 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 le Fuck You Three. You know what I'm saying. I I, I gotta support that. But come on, Brand. I, I I don't know, man. Le, Michael Jordan, bro. After watching The Last Dance, I got a lot of respect for Michael Jordan, like 100 percent because my man, my man was putting in okay. work.
0: That's fair. I I'd, I'd put you right in the middle, then.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm right in the middle. Like of I can't the,
0: of the spectrum. Yeah, I spectrum. Can, Like I don't know
2: much about sports, believe it or not. Um, but <laughs> I I I would say like from just you know looking at like the last dance and actually seeing LeBron play and stuff like that. Like th- these are both really good players. I can't compare them. Can't compare. Contrester. I
0: feel like that was, that was a very, that was well, a that's very a political thing. answer of you, Javon. You just kind of LeBron James and Michael Jordan, both really good players. Yeah. <laughs> according to Javon. Very, very nice.
2: You get two, they get two, two thumbs up from me. Two thumbs. <laughs> All
1: right. This is, this has already gone on too long. Ethan, oh, Who who God. are you picking?
0: All right, here we go. Um, I think I'm just gonna have to side more with Noah. Like I've I've had more experience with LeBron.
2: Fair. I make a lot of I make a lot
0: of like Clippers run LA jokes and ankle jokes, (laughs) 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 just to make people mad. But in my in my my mind, in my heart and soul, you know, again, LeBron plays for my favorite team, the Lakers. So I'm I'm gonna have to go with. Well, it's gonna be Lakers and six uh, this year, bro. I'm Lakers gonna in save six. you. Lakers and <laughs> six, yeah. After we got Russell Westbrook. Hey, we got yeah. Russ
1: now. Um. All right, all right. So so back to Space Jam. Don Cheadle,
0: oh, absolutely wait, 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 menacing wait, 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 as wait, 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 wait. Before, and I, we, before we move on to Don Cheadle, why don't we compare MJ and LeBron's performances? Because I mean, I feel like that's the perfect okay, segue we can do that. coming from that last conversation. Yeah, okay. for
1: sure. Yeah, I mean, I. I think, I think, you know, and we've talked about this, LeBron definitely was, he didn't really hold it down, uh, his acting chops, you know, but he was also asked to do a lot more, you know, showcase a lot more range in this film than I think Michael Jordan did. Um, now there, there, (laughs) there were points where I thought that he was just really, it was just really abrupt how he treated his son in this. And I, I, that's the other thing is that, you know, we have these images of who LeBron or who we you know, interpret LeBron to be through his social media and just like, cause he's literally everywhere. Right. And so when the, that doesn't really mesh with our interpretations of him that we have in our head, our characterizations of this actual like real person. Also, this is a looting Tunes movie. Like it, it, it's, it's a disconnect. So like when LeBron was, you know, like just hammering on his, his kids uh, dream to make video games, I just, I was like, that's not what LeBron would do. And it's like, I don't know any, I don't know about LeBron personally, like maybe, but like, it, it just didn't mesh with what I thought he would do in that situation just because I've, you know, LeBron's everywhere. And you grow up knowing, you know, with that weird window into this athlete. life. Yeah, but life, it's
0: also, you know, you got to think of it in terms of the plot of the movie and it's just like, you know, his vehicle for, yeah. for character development, I guess you can say.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, I just, I, yeah, there, there's that one boardroom scene where they're like laying out, like the plan for, I I you know his marketing plan, and he's just like the look he gives the camera, you know, it's just like like he just he just looks, it's almost cartoony, I I guess like while he's still in the real life part of the the film, but anyway, what about you, Javon? Um,
2: well, with LeBron, I think I've already said it enough. Like, if, especially if you know me, I, I mean, and I've, I've talked about this film a lot. Um, LeBron didn't really give me a lot of nuance, man. My man was kind of just there. <laughs> Uh, the Lebrick oh, meme, the LaBrick meme was kind of making sense. Cause that was the equivalent of his acting. He was a brick. Um, like he, he's like, like his son trying to practice basketball with his other son or whatever. Like the their brothers are playing basketball and he's like, so you need to run some drills. I'm like, dog, did your dad talk to you? Did your mom talk to you like that, bro? Like your parents talk to you like that? <laughs> like no one says that. Like, that's just, it just, it like, I kind of like to piggyback on what you said, Noah, like it just doesn't. I feel like it just doesn't really kind of mesh in the reality of how what I know about LeBron a little bit because I, I know he's playing a fictionalized, fictionalized version of himself, but I don't ever expect him to be like this. I expect him to be encouraging and trying to – and he knows what video games is, bro. It's 2021. Come on, stop the cap. You don't, you don't want to
1: eat your green beans, take yeah. a lap. Like, who talks <laughs>
2: to their kids like that? And it got so bad that I was rooting for the villain <laughs> because I was just like, this dude is so mean. <laughs> like, he's, he's like, my son my son wants to go to E3 camp? Nah, basketball camp. You're going to learn how to do a layup. <laughs> Al you. <laughs> like, this is just.
1: I would hope he can do a layup at that age, being LeBron Fact. James' son. But <laughs> Like,
2: it just, I don't know. It, I just didn't, I, I wasn't really feeling the acting uh, from LeBron in this at all, actually. I, I just, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know that was my take.
1: You couldn't believe that LeBron James would not just give like a Leonardo DiCaprio esque. Hey, look, you'd
2: be surprised, bro. Some of these fools like come out of like, you know, come out of doing sports and they come out here doing a pretty good jobs. Like I thought, like Michael Jordan in Space Jam had a little more nuance. Like he had more, he had more weight to his character. He did have that.
1: He did have that moment where he he like had to be like the you know, down to earth father in the first yeah. base jam for a little bit. I thought he, I thought he did well in that. So yeah. Like I believed
2: it. like when his son was like, yo, I didn't get no hits like during baseball, like, like during the baseball game, he was like, Hey man, you know, son, I kind of feel that. Cause I mean, he was, you know, he was being pretty all right in the MLB himself, you know? So yeah, I, I just felt like I, under, like it came from an actual personal place, but this one here, it just, it made me rude for the villain so fast. I was just like, yeah, Don Cheadle. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't
0: say that I I hated LeBron's performance enough to root for the villain. <laughs> sure, was it a little stoic at some times? Was it a little off? I mean, absolutely. He's not, you know, an act, acting is not his day job. So I feel like you got to compartmentalize that. Um, and also, like Noah, Noah touched on, he had a lot more to, you know, work with it in the script. Right. Like... Uh, you know the because of the plot you know the events like it happened to him he had to react to that while Michael Jordan just kind of got sucked in and had to go with everything so yeah it's it's kind of like apples and oranges I think to compare when thinking about it because it's
2: like because you know LeBron had so much more to deal with that's a fair point but I'll just say it's just like if even if he got sucked into the situation, right? Like he got sucked into the like it's like a whole different, like it's a totally different circumstance. LeBron can still give me something. He, he, it doesn't matter what kind of circumstances it is. You can give me something, and I wasn't getting anything. I'm just like, why are you being so mean to your son when he's trying to go and do this thing like he loves to do? I just don't understand that. It, I just so, couldn't. I just couldn't buy it. Like that's what I'm saying. It's so, not like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So, what do you think? If, if the plot of this movie happened to Michael Jordan, he would do
2: a better job? You know, that's a great question. I, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, look, I think if they had somebody who really, you know, like maybe kind of talked to Michael or talk to LeBron, right, and really try to like, you know, try to push performances out of him, which you could, you could do. It, every director does it at a certain point. Then I'm like, maybe Le, like Michael Jordan could have, could have done this plot a little bit better but that's a good point i honestly honestly i don't think so i I I think we've
0: reached a conclusion then it's all warner Brothers' fault exactly and that's gonna be a running
2: (laughs) joke on this uh podcast because yes thanks warner bros (laughs) thank you
1: yeah all right now let's let's talk don Cheadle because like i said earlier I've had so so I'm, that's like my my sleep paralysis demon. I'm that's... pretty sure at this point, like <laughs> well, I've buff, had nightmares buff Don like, <laughs> like Buff John, Don Cheadle was the scariest thing I've ever seen in this in this world. That's like 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 that's where CGI should never go. In I have to superposing agree. Don Cheadle on on just this ripped basketball player's body and like. yeah oh my god it was horrifying anyway
0: i think that <laughs> yeah who cares about like resurrecting dead actors yeah. like, like what what they did for carrie fisher in star wars Like, who cares like, about all that like who cares about their or anything we just can't have a buff don Cheadle cgs <laughs> i i thought don Cheadle was
1: i mean i think for once again i think for kids he's a perfect mustache twirling villain uh you know like he was over the top but i think that's fine it's a kid's movie it's a looney tunes movie right um, I gotta say his, just call calling him, you know, Al, Al G algorithm. That was the corniest <laughs> name. It's a kid's movie. They're not stupid. Like, <laughs> like these, these, I don't know. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was, uh. I don't know. I kind of liked how he, how he took Dom under his wing, even if he was totally just using him the whole time. I don't understand his coaching, uh, you know, his management tendencies as, (laughs) as he, so he, he unlocks Damian Lillard who literally can control time and then sits him on the bench for the second half. He sits his best player, Dom. Like I just, I don't understand, you know, I think, I think he's probably the Doc Rivers of, of coaching, but uh, like I, once again, I don't know basketball. I just like ripping on Doc Rivers. Um,
0: he wants to get like Doc Rivers. He's got to gargle some like gravel. Wow, get that voice coming forever. <laughs> anyway, that's no because it's like that's... <laughs> like where where is he the coach of now? Is he he's the coach that's of the 76ers the... Right? He's like, yeah, dwell D did really well.
2: Ugh. <laughs> the clipper <of> organization <laughs> I get-
1: what did you guys think about think about the villain here
2: <laughs> uh G, man let me tell you um that i i agree like if you were to say hey man this is what sleep paralysis looks like i agree like th- it would be it would be don cheetle in this muscular <laughs> like <laughs> that's like that is stuff you see in your nightmares. That room. just don't work. Like I just I'm not feeling it. Like and it was just like I I really didn't really get what was his end game here. Like was he gonna to try to trap the whole world in, in in the computer world or Well,
1: he was gonna delete all the cartoons, right? And then he was gonna trap the world in there instead, I thought.
2: So or but like what the do you what what W do you get from deleting the Looney Tunes? Like
1: I mean, because he hates the Looney Tunes, I thought, and I thought. Well, he he could, he's like, a man of
2: he, he. Then he has no taste. <laughs> the the yeah. Looney Tunes characters are fantastic. <laughs> like, what are you? Like, maybe that's I, true. I'm,
1: you know, he did bring in the the Game of Thrones dragon, so maybe you know he. You know, if he's picking games, he of just dragons, lacks
2: seasoning. Go. That's what it is. Yeah. Like how Looney you go like, like,
1: Solid ending.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I, <laughs> I just felt like it like the whole the, like his whole goal to me I just I just couldn't get it. I was like I I'm not just I got why in the original Space Jam, right, with the Monstars and you know Danny DeVito, they wanted to take the Looney Tunes to, you know, Mor- Moron Island or Maroon Island or something like that. Or Maroon Mountain, I think. Yeah, and they were going to be like <laughs> like some, you know, I guess some uh, cartoon slaves at a theme park like I just I just, I don't know. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand this guy's plot. Like what, what W do you get from this? Like to, to get the whole world together in this big server. Like I'm telling you, if you the real villains of this movie wasn't Algy Rhythm. It was the marketing team. They were just like, let's just throw all IP in one spot and see if it clicks. Like that was the real villain, bro. I don't know. What do you think, Ethan? what do you got again once again warner bros is
0: behind all this I'm convinced. <laughs> oh man well i for me i don't think i honestly looked as uh, as far as like contemplating what don Cheadle's end game was because again this is a kid's movie um so i, I mean i think they did, a, like, a decent job of catering it to the 21st, you know, these, what are they? Millenn- we're, no, wait, we're not millennials. What are they? Gen Z. Gen, they're Gen Z? I,
1: yeah, I think, right? Okay, As well, these Z these Z young so kids ago, who grew yeah. up with
0: iPads and whatnot, like, I feel like it did a good job catering to them. Sure. Um, I also feel like, I also feel like with whatever emotion LeBron lacked, Don Cheadle had to pick it up. Cause I feel like there were some instances where he did over <laughs> okay. overact a little bit, which was funny. But you know, it was a little like.
1: Eh. Um, I think honestly, the thing that was overacting the most was that that chrome suit he was in. That yeah, was, that was. <laughs> it was a lot. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly.
0: You can't drip. you get don't don't hate on the drip. I'm not. Yeah, like I would wear
2: that somewhere. You know, with a nice like a nice pair. Of, Nice pair of, like Air Forces, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going somewhere,
0: I just think he looked,
1: he just also kind of looked like Michael Jackson, <laughs> but like that's not a bad thing.
2: <laughs> oh man! Like they they the Warner Brothers costume department was just like, we need to get this dude in the shiniest outfit, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> making him look like a new quarter or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Disco ball out there, man! I'm telling you. Uh, yeah.
0: So, what would we? What would we? Um, now that we've talked a little about it, we we did the comparisons for for the first two Space Jams with the the protagonists. Now, I think we should do it with the antagonists. So, what do you guys? What do you? Who do you think you you guys prefer, the Goon Squad or the Monstars? I'm
2: gonna be. I'm gonna come off the, the bat beat. right here.
1: Okay.
0: Oh you got it
2: you gotta you you go go for it. Like,
1: I was just gonna lay just lay out the name so we have them Oh yeah you know.
2: sure
0: go ahead yeah, no, right, yeah go, go
2: for it go for
1: it. Out. So so you have yeah the tale of the safe. So in the original you have the Monstars uh, and you've got they take the powers of Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson and Sean Bradley and now we have the goon squad in in a new legacy and that's anthony davis clay thompson is wetfire which is just a hilarious name <laughs> damian lillard diana Taurasi, and neka ugumike so i think that the i think for me it's it's just it comes down to a matter of familiarity again like i love damian lillard he's one of my favorite players in basketball anthony davis obviously as that like is the brow like in the can we also talk about how LeBron just roasted his teammate took like 30 minutes. I mean, 30 seconds out of, out of, you know, until like a minute out of the, out of the script. He's like, I (laughs) want to just roll on Anthony Davis here for his, his eyebrow. Um, the, yeah, but, uh, the clay Thompson, his character was kind of cool. Um, but I, I think, I think it just honestly came down to like, they had better character designs. I think the monsters are interesting in the sense that they're all these just, well, they're, they're monsters, but I think that, Other than like, oh, we've got a strong one, a tall one, you know, one that's like a little smaller, like they're all roughly the same. I think that's where the goon squad really got me was they also benefited from the, you know, the enhanced CGI. So they all had really cool like abilities and effects like Anthony Davis coming in there, like flying from the sky. Clay Thompson was like switching back and forth. Damian Lillard was, you know, rolling back time. And then the one thing I will say, though, is that that did lead to the WNBA characters had the most horrifying character designs right. as, you know, you, the, the white mamba in Um Like that was like, I'm just one. I'm just not a spider person so the, that already was playing against me. Uh, but I, I thought the yeah, the the spider character oh that was ew. and then the white mamba was just like this. It just looked like a fleshy worm. Like, I didn't really get, like, a snake vibe from it. It just looked, looked kind of suspect. And, like, I, it was just, it just looked, I, it was weird. Um, but I do think the, yeah, I think that their actual designs were cooler. What about you guys? Which one are you taking in a, in a best of seven?
2: Um, well, look, I thought the Monstars, bro, like, that whole thing. Like, I, I like the kind of the comedy in that. Like, you know, just imagine watching one of your favorite players and their talent gets taken away and they're just, and they're, like, flopping, and it just would, I thought that was, like, all all that was just really funny, and, like, really good, like, children movie shenanigans, and this one, it was just, like, all right, let's just upload from some uh, algorithm, uh, oh, sorry, algae rhythm um, uh, thing, and uh, let's, like, do some really weird, probably, like, some 1984 futuristic technology to bring these characters into this, uh,
1: yeah, that 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 tech is concerning. That he can just upload somebody's profile. Is this, is this just it.
0: one kid's version uh,
2: of an episode of Black Mirror? I think so, because we got a terrifying, like we got we got a terrifying Don Cheadle. We got people uploading people's abilities onto a computer. Like it's pretty scary. Now if we're talking about on scary factor. I think New Legacy takes this W. Okay, like a hundred percent. Now if we're talking on real, like you know, family friendly kind of hilarious shenanigans watching Paul- charles barkley and patrick ewing like struggle <laughs> like with that without their talent then you know old old space jam but i think if i have to pick um if I have to pick a team i'm going with the Monstars, bro sorry
1: really okay yeah, well that's... ethan you gotta you gotta decide it now
0: yeah yeah am i the tiebreaker oh i am yeah okay all right um should I lay out my argument first or should I just write yeah, go it up? Lay out the argument. Lay out the argument first. Okay, so again, you guys brought up both brought up good points. Um in terms of like character design, I think the goon squad definitely takes it because they again like look terrifying, but you know, they, what can space jam number one do? Like it was a product of its time. Like it didn't have all right. the technology.
2: Yeah.
0: Um but I feel like they were just they just weren't there that much. Like I didn't really care about them. And like, the, the Monstars or, or the Goon Squad? The the Goon Squad. The Goon Squad. The Monstars okay. were there for uh, they had a lot more screen time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so I think I'm gonna have to go Bond Stars just because, you know wow. we 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 saw 'em a lot more and they meant a whole lot more to that movie than the Goon Squad did because it showed like Javon said, it showed um, you know, like Charles Barkley and their the players, like what happened to them after they they took their abilities and which was pretty funny. Um and they had much more an effect on the re- on real life too, rather than you know, in the new legacy. I just I feel like they, they didn't get much of an introduction. Like all they 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 just talked about how LeBron's son scanned them and that was kind of it. <laughs> and then they showed up. Yeah. So, true. for overall, overall, like, you know, effect, I'm going to have to go Monsters.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's a good point is that in the original film the monsters are much more the the primary antagonists i think whereas they kind of yeah. that's don Cheadle's role in this movie with their yeah, kind of just, yeah. just like his his weapon right his his tool to to accomplish his goals but um yeah i also got us just quick i love the goon squad jersey I just, the name is cool the purple and black although that's such a cliche like villain colors you know i feel like every every kind of sports movie that's like purple anyway that's a for another time but um i thought i thought that was much cooler than the monsters had like these like blue kind of like almost looked like leotards or something i don't know
0: Um, uh contrary to a lot of public opinion i actually like the jerseys in the new one like i did yeah they are pretty interesting i I think the
1: the original toon squad jersey is definitely better but they could always oh yeah they could they could look worse um okay so because this is you know we're we're getting in there uh, in on time. Let's uh, favorite cameo in this movie, real quick, because um, there are so many background characters, and it's, it is really funny to think that like Pennywise is just watching this basketball game and just like he was
2: really
0: into like, it too,
1: cheering on the sideline, like
2: he's taking a break from torturing kids and he's like, I, I sorry, sorry, I gotta go watch this uh, goon squad game, Georgie, Georgie, you
1: wanna watch a game? Georgie! (laughs) That's horrifying. Never do that again. It's
2: getting better. (laughs) like, that's so good.
1: We're not doing that. (laughs) You want your boat, Georgie? All right. (laughs) Javon, what was your...
2: (laughs) My favorite cameo? Hey, I'm going to be honest, bro. The Michael B. Jordan cameo. Oh, that was so hilarious. So good. So good. You knew that
1: it was coming. You knew the exact joke they were setting up, but it was still great. (laughs)
2: Like, Like, come on, bro. It was just... It it was just it was short, sweet, to the point, and, and that was it. That's all you needed. Like I didn't need this whole dude come out here yeah. and like affect the entire plot. Like, let's do that. Let's let's have him just like hey yo, it's about to be Michael Jordan. They get Michael B. Jordan. Hilarious. Very funny. So yeah. I no. guess that's
1: true. They they do reference uh they do reference Michael Jordan in the second one and that's that, scene, that so that's so what I was it, saying yeah. earlier. Yeah.
2: Like it's yeah. just like it's too many of it's too much of that, bro. It's yeah. like how, how yeah. is this not how's this a new legacy? But yeah, Michael B. Jordan. 100 yeah. um, percent
1: what about you, Ritner?
0: Um I I really liked Michael B. Jordan too, but I think I'm gonna go with Ernie Johnson and, and Lil Rel. Yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> I forgot about I'm that. I'm glad I'm glad they had commentators for this game. And I think it was yeah, that that was funny. I was cracking
1: up when Ernie came on screen. And he's yeah, like, I well, like... I guess we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel for like a pleasure
0: the... serving with you. Yeah, I feel like I. F... What if What if they had Skip?
2: Oh my oh, God! Similar, right? They should have got Skip.
0: Just LeBron... on LeBron the whole LeBron would time.
1: never allow Skip in a, oh, in a space jam film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so funny if they had Skip.
2: Oh, Lebrick right there yeah (laughs) it's
0: just why is he playing why isn't like he he should be on load management right now like this is so uncharacteristic uncharacteristically lebron where
1: is where is trey young (laughs) yeah um yeah i think for me there is so there was this uh this tweet i saw after you know after the show and i it it was pointing out how barney rubble is in the background Mm -hmm. and in like a moment where the goon squad like goes he's just like cheering like crazy it's like he's just like cheering on his own like end i guess at this point like his own deletion you know because they have that's what <laughs> i think is so funny about this game is that they literally have like like they're gonna be the humans are either gonna be trapped forever in the in the server verse or and you know if you're if you're tune, you're like deleted you're like wiped out and it's hilarious that they're like so they're just cheering like a normal game. <laughs> like, like, it's like, dude, you're literally your existence is on the line here. What are you doing?
2: I feel like, but you know, honestly, that may be a metaphor for how humans uh, accept their own reality.
1: Okay, it's well, deep.
0: You know, it's, it's just, a lot deeper. I
1: thought I really appreciated the, the French New Wave homages Oh my god! Uh, in this <laughs> all right, all right. So to wrap this this conversation up, yeah. uh, Space Jam Three, who would you pick to star?
2: Ooh, great question. Good question. I'm
0: gonna go. I'll start this time. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joey Chestnut. <laughs> Joey? Chestnut. <laughs> yes, I would watch that. I would watch that. Gonna, we gotta eat a whole bunch of hot dogs, or else. I don't know. They already that. did deleted.
2: Um, I don't so know. What, what
0: movie would movie. be the what would be the um, what would be the
2: plot? I think uh, so, some guys mad at the tunes for some reason, and then I think.
0: I think Wiley Coyote. They gotta. They got They gotta eat a whole, whole bunch of hot dogs, or else someone's no, gonna. eat, eat Wiley Coyote
1: <laughs> tries to assassinate Joey Chestnut at a. Oh my at God. A, a food eating competition, and he he set on a plot for revenge, teaming up with Bugs Bunny and the gang.
2: And that actually sounds kind of oh, fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored.
0: <laughs> I- shoot it! Shoot it like
2: a shoot it like a noir. Film. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> And Joe, and it's like the last, like the last, like, like third act is just like him just gobbling these d- hot dogs for revenge, bro. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, I personally, yeah. I personally would love either, I think Han from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like like because this man just survives anything and he fact. just shows up in all whatever movie he wants
2: It's a fact. <laughs> like <just eating> <laughs> out of nowhere always eating those chips, um, bro oh my god that
1: or or i think if you had to pick like a real life athlete that would be really cool i think you know shohei otani just gets tired of baseball and he's like yeah i mean i can play basketball too like i why not like you know just sure or or, or um yeah i think that would that would be pretty, pretty hilarious. What about uh... just a
0: lar- a large man boy as your yeah yeah? What about as your main character? I'd, I'd what watch about you, Javon? He's, he's got
2: enough. But me, uh, bro. Honestly, on the baseball, I think Cody Bellinger would be hilarious. Uh, oh, no. Because he would just look stoned the whole time, and it would feel hey bugs you want? And, wanna and it money? would be believable. Like he'll go into like the Toon world and be like, "Whoa, this is wild!" Like, and he, would, he he would this kill baby. that. It would be this so is a funny. Kid's film. It see, would him. have to
1: be implied. It has
2: to be him and Joe Kelly, bro. Or Joe Kelly, bro. I need Joe Kelly in something. Get Joe Kelly. Joe
1: Kelly. Joe Kelly going through the the Looney Tunes universe and just picking a fight with every single character yes. for an hour and a <laughs> half would be hilarious. Being
2: jokes. I would, I would pay to go in see his that.
1: mariachi jacket? Yes. Wow. That's cinema.
2: Martha <laughs> said
1: We need to get, get, get to work. Um, okay, so that... <laughs> On that note, <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, that's that's probably probably does it for our first our first official sauce cast. How we how we feeling? That wasn't too bad.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't think no, it was too I, bad. I thought it was pretty, uh, you know, saucy. You know, just to keep the sauce puns going, it was uh, very very delicious.
0: Wow.
2: Pause. <laughs> Alright, Well, that
0: was weird. I'm not gonna comment. That's an on adjective. That. I, You're gonna I, go I, ahead I,
2: and say pause on but... that.
0: I'm for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we all
1: we all came out with with some homework to do, some films to watch. Javon, you gotta yeah. watch Chef because it it it's it's Please. amazing. Chef. Okay. Uh, also also Kurosawa films. Of course. Um, I have to watch High Noon, which I'm very excited for because well I love westerns. Okay. Seems seems interesting. I trust Ethan's opinion as Okay, I don't know if I go that said. far, but like it sounds fun. Yikes. Um and uh I guess Ethan you, you kind of watch looney tunes.
0: Back in back hey.
2: <laughs> Look, bro, let me tell you. You're not gonna I'm going to have so you're much not fun gonna, you're gonna regret this. it. It's hilarious. I'm just, it's, it. you guys are
0: watching you guys are watching some I mean chef isn't like, you know, a probably good like super like, you know. It's not super deep, huh? not super deep I think it movie, is. it's but, great
1: it's just different
0: <laughs> well yeah it's got it's got some undertones but like <laughs> i was watching like a black and white western here i'm watching brandon fraser <laughs> and, and Bugs Bunny. I'm Bro, boring. you're gonna love it. it i'm <laughs> telling but, you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll report back to everyone in, in you got week, it i guess if we're doing this weekly so That'd be fun yeah. yeah yeah um i'm excited <laughs>
1: Then uh, yeah if you want to you want to follow along with with more of us that was a weird way to phrase it. Uh, follow our Instagram at the kitchen
0: if you want more of there us you
1: go. even though. Yeah. <laughs> follow along uh, on Instagram at the kitchen productions uh, for for more info on upcoming podcasts. It's actually other, at
0: the sauce kitchen other, productions.
1: Other uh, you know projects we're working on. We are working on a, a project right now that's that's pretty exciting. Um going
0: to knock your sauce
2: It's going to be well, Fox, now their socks man.
1: are already going to be knocked off. You know you got to set set low expectations anyway.
0: <laughs> you oh, mean <laughs> <want> <laughs> It's cool. Um.
1: Anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Noah Six, and Ethan is on there at Ethan R Twenty. Javon is uh better than us, so he doesn't have one. I'm a um, boomer. <laughs> And then of course uh you could always subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're currently listening to this podcast. And uh check out our first short film. So it goes. It's on YouTube, right?
0: It's on YouTube We'll on put a we'll put a link in the description. My name. Yeah, we're, we're we're currently working on making getting a uh, you know, a production page production page yeah. and email and everything set up. So bear with us, you know, we're Yeah. We're going through it right now. We got a lot of stuff on our plate, but you know, it's it's gonna happen, oh, right? now. Yeah, so we're, cool. we're getting there.
1: Well, all right. Yeah. Um, I guess for Ethan Rittner... that that about that, does that it. about does it. That, uh, that, yeah. For Ethan Rittner, Javon Willis, and Noah Scott. Uh, I'm Noah Scott. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll we'll see you next time.
2: We've we been done? Yeah. All right, bye um, everyone.